0: eight, seven, six, five, six, six, three. In today's show, it's not just the quantity of sex that determines the health of your marriage, but the ability to see your marriage from a holistic view.
1: And in looking at that, I want to open today's show with this quote from Arthur Erickson, a Canadian architect and urban planner. And he said, our incapacity to comprehend other cultures is, stems from our insistence on measuring things in our own terms. And I just want to translate that into marriage speak, um, for lack of a better phrasing, (laughs) to say in terms of your marriage, your inability to comprehend what is going on in your marriage comes from your insistence in measuring things on your own terms only and not communicating with your spouse. Uh And that's really what we're going to be talking about today when we look at approaching you know, looking at se- you know just the quantity of sex that you're having versus looking at your marriage from a holistic point of view, and and to get started with that.
0: And I just want to say, yeah. holistic is W H O L E, whole, the the wholeness, not a holistic, which would be H O L, mean more of a spiritual intimacy. So Just a heads up on that.
1: So we're gonna be unpacking that for you, and I- you guys know I love starting off our shows with hugs. It- it's something that. It just, it fires me up to find out, you know, as you guys write into us, as you put reviews up on iTunes and share with everyone out there, how one extraordinary marriage has impacted you as you put messages up to us on Facebook. And this hug actually came from one of my coaching clients. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, uh, this person said, I just want to thank you for always trying to get to the bottom of things. You don't just stop at the first few layers And even though we're probably frustrating to deal with, I really, really appreciate that you push to understand, to ultimately help us. I'm not just saying this because the conversation was good today. I've noticed this since our first conversation and all the emails and the email coaching. This isn't a promise I'll be easy to deal with, but I just wanted to let you know. And I know that there are so many of you that are listening to this show on a weekly basis, and you've got struggles in your marriage, and you don't know where to go or which way to turn, or if there's even anybody out there that can help you. And if that's you, come and sign up for a 30-minute complimentary coaching call with me. Spend 30 minutes. We're going to dig deep into one area of your marriage that you're struggling with. And we're going to brainstorm possible strategies. And I'm also going to share with you the other resources that are available at one. Because here's something that I know, guys, if it's even going across your brain, that there's a problem in your marriage, you can't afford to wait any longer to do something about it. You have to take action. And it's very simple. You just go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 30 minutes. You get to access my calendar right there. So you pick the time that works best for you. And you'll get a, a nine question questionnaire for me, which I ask everybody to fill out, because it just gives me that baseline of information. And then we get on the phone. And we start working on your marriage and, and making it move forward. And so if, if that, coach, or that email from that coaching client struck you, if you've been thinking about something, don't delay com slash 30 minutes. And you know that we have, a well, maybe you don't know. We have a very, very active Facebook community. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, we get a lot of interaction and a lot of messages as well on Facebook. And this message that I'm about to read is actually what prompted this particular show today. It was um, from a listener who said, you guys post and talk a lot about sex and intimacy in marriage and its importance. I would like to say sex is a major part of a relationship if it is connecting and loving. Uh Good point there. He goes on to say, my wife and I have always had amazing sex and tons of it for our 10 plus years of marriage. However, having amazing sex every day wasn't enough to keep my wife from leaving me for another man. When I talked, when I talked with my wife about how a man measures the success of his relationship by the amount of sex he's having and that I thought everything was great and my wife was happy in our marriage. Oh, and that I, okay, by the amount of sex he was having, I thought everything was great and my wife was happy in our marriage. So I didn't understand why she could leave me for another man and have an affair, even though our sex was great and constant. She said that she felt used and not cherished or loved by me. By the end, she said sex was purely physical and she didn't feel connected to me at all. Even though the sex was there, the rest of our relationship had fallen apart. She said she was only having sex with me to keep me happy and in her mind continued trying to hold the relationship together. The point of all of this is that maybe you guys can use our situation to help other couples struggling in their marriage. We had a unique situation where the sex was great and frequent right up until the moment my wife had an affair and left me for another man. Sex is important, but for women, it's not everything. For men, we base the success of our relationship on the sex. So as men, we might think things are fine if the sex is there. And as men, and I want you guys to all listen to this because it can go either way. As men, we may forget to take care of our wives in other ways. Thank you so much for what you do. Your daily messages are so important to my wife and I as we rebuild our marriage. God bless and take care. And uh, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one because we do talk about sex a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've surveyed you guys over the years. You appreciate the fact that One Extraordinary Marriage is a show where you can hear a couple who is still married and have only been married to each other talking about sex and how we navigate sexual intimacy along with all the other intimacies in marriage. And we also know that there aren't a lot of people that are willing to put their marriage and their sexual intimacy out on the airwaves. That's part of the reason why you all are listening, but it's not the only intimacy in a marriage. Right. And if you're solely focused on your sexual intimacy, as this husband said that he was, in those 10 plus years of marriage where he thought everything was going great and they're having sex all the time and they're just having lots of sex and it's, you know, he's figuring, Hey, we're having sex.
0: We're having quantity.
1: We've got all the quantity, but I hope you all heard what he said at the very, very beginning of that. And it was that it's a major part of a relationship if it is connecting and loving Mm -hmm. because sometimes quantity can get in the way of connecting and loving. Of that aspect of it. And, you know, part of what's going on here, and we're going to unpack this today too, is that we live in a world where from a very young age, we start putting on masks to really hide what we're thinking and what we're feeling because we want to be accepted. We want to be liked. And we do this in our own marriages. Very much so. Tony and I wore masks. In the early years of our marriage big thick ones we did not what you guys hear now about one extraordinary marriage this was not the first 11 years of tony and elisa not even close and our marriage sucked Mm -hmm. plain and simple we we were two people that happened to occupy the same house have the same last name and you know make kids and that was, I mean, we had good moments. Don't get me wrong. There, You know, there weren't, it wasn't like, you know, it was, you know, just this horrible dark place. But we didn't, we didn't understand the dynamic between a man and a woman. We didn't understand how to relate to one another. And so, yeah, we'd have sex. I mean, because, you know, you're married and you're supposed to have sex. We didn't, I mean, this guy at least had quantity. We didn't even have quantity. Nope. You know, but just like this husband, there also wasn't a focus on the whole marriage.
0: Right. Yeah, because sex is one of them. It's definitely the sexual intimacy. And, you know, in our book, Stripped Down, we talk about the six forms of intimacy because so many of us have gone lost in that word and it only means sex. Well, there's that emotional side. That's that connecting that we get through talking to each other, taking off those masks, having clarity in our in our marriage. And that is, I would have to say, one of the toughest things for us to do is being able to clarify what we want in our marriage with our spouse and them with us, and then taking off those masks Mm -hmm. and really being open and honest and truthful about what's going on. Even though, even though what we may say may hurt us, hurt our spouse. And yet, I'll tell you holding it in holding it back not sharing that stuff it's going to hurt you it's going to hurt you anyways it really is you know because not sharing that stuff not getting it out in the open it just eats away at you you're stressed out you you, you can't you can't focus in on your marriage on your spouse and so you just put up walls and keep putting them up and putting out lies and, and just trying to appease your spouse.
1: Well, and then you end up with a relationship that's not based on truth. Mm -hmm. And you know, this particular gentleman said, you know, he thought things were great up until the point in time that she had the affair because he had neglected these other areas of his marriage. And, and, you know, obviously it takes two. I'm not putting this all on him. You know, it, it takes two to find yourself in that situation. But the reality is, is that so many of us, so many of you are not looking at your marriage from a holistic standpoint. You may only be focused on one intimacy and maybe, maybe yours isn't the sexual intimacy. Maybe that's an area that's being neglected, and you know you're only focused on you know the financial intimacy. Like you guys talk about the numbers all the time, you know numbers, 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 and it's more like a business.
0: Yeah, you, you than it be, is a marriage. Yeah, and you may be at a point in your marriage where you, you're under some debt, and the focus is on just getting out of the debt. Mm-hmm. And in that process of just getting out of debt. You've taken on two jobs. Your spouse has taken on two jobs. You're running around and you are missing the sexual intimacy. You are missing the emotional intimacy in other areas of your marriage. Mm -hmm. You're missing the spiritual intimacy because you're not attending church together or you're not able to lie down in bed together and read maybe like a Jesus calling or a devotional or just read from the Bible. So this can happen in other areas as well
1: right because it's the the six intimacies were built and designed to work together right to give you a solid foundation and it's just like we, when we did the um, that new year's show yes earlier this year where we talked about you know pick one to work on because when you look at your marriage you know most of us i mean and tony and i this is true for us we don't all always find that all six of them are operating at the exact same level Right. You know, I mean, when you've got sick, something, you know, you may be going along and then, okay, well, then you've neglected that one so let's bring that back up and and that's part of life and just going through different seasons. But here's the thing and I want to, you know, just bring this back to the sexual intimacy and that's, if you notice that your sex life is really becoming about solely the physical act, that you don't have that connection and that loving and that, that, that emotional aspect to your lovemaking then it's kind of like you know when you hear um the like with the space Channel and things they used to say you know we've got a problem houston you've got a problem houston mm-hmm. if sex has simply become a physical thing and if you're not sure like if you think that you're having all this great quantity sex like you guys are having sex all the time and you're not sure whether or not you've lost that emotional connection this would be a really good week to ask that question
0: And what are some telltale signs
1: that sex is purely quantity, purely quantity? Um, Well, I think couples that are having quality are working into the ability to talk about their sex life. If you're not talking about it, if it's just kind of like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, and for a lot of couples, when it becomes purely physical, there's no, there's no emotional connection. You're just doing it more as a physical release. Then as a, I want to spend time with you. I want to appreciate your body.
0: And this can go both ways. Again, we've talked about this before. High desire, low desire. The wife could be the high desire. And it is a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, hey, thank you, honey. That's all I needed. You got me off. I had more my orgasm and I'm on my way. And again, it goes the other way too. Husband could be the high desire. Hey, just needed a release. I'm done. Boom.
1: And... You know, for any of you that are thinking, oh, that's me, um, if you just see your partner, if you see your husband or your wife at, as a means to release your sexual energy, then that's where you say, Houston, we've got a problem. Uh-huh. Your spouse is not your release valve, they're not. Okay? This is someone that you chose, that you stood before you know, God, witnesses, the justice of the peace. I don't care who you stood before when you said your vows. But at some point in time, you said, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. This is not the person that I simply want to have sex with the next 50 years. None of you said that. Th- this person was not put on this planet simply to relieve my sexual energies. I, I've yet to be at a wedding where that was part of the wedding vows. You know, to have and to hold in sickness and in health, for better or for worse. Actually, most of those don't have to do with sex. And so it's, you know, it's one of those things that you've got to think about your marriage from a holistic standpoint.
0: Right. And here's the thing, though, to get to that point, right? Again, it's talking in finding out what's happening. It's being, being able to communicate with your spouse Mm -hmm. and you may not be, you may not be able to communicate clearly. You may not be able to have that emotional connection that you need so that you're not just having quantity sex, but you're having quality sex. We have an audio program called he zig, she zags, get your communication on the same path. And it's A way for you to equip yourself and your spouse to honor yourselves and each other through effective communication. You can do this in a fun and loving environment because that's what you want to be able to do. You want to be able to talk openly, freely, so that you can have that sexual intimacy that you desire, right? Absolutely. in this audio program, you'll learn how to rock your communication and your sex life. It's two hours. You can check it out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash hezigs, shezags. And it's a full two-hour audio program where we really dive into it. For more information, though, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash hezigs, shezags.
1: Because effective communication is what builds your whole marriage. And if you recognize that this is an area that the two of you need help on, it's time to start taking proactive steps to rectify that situation. And I know a lot of you did not have great communication role models growing up. We all come from some sort of dysfunction. I don't care how perfect your family was, there's some sort of dysfunction in 99.9% of families. And part of what this communication is going to help you do is that it's going to help you to look at sexual intimacy as more than just the physical act because when I stand up and do a presentation on sex or intimacy or whatnot, my big focus and what I work on with all my coaching clients too is that sex is more about the it's more about the mindset than about the physical act because having the mindset that this is one part of your marriage, having the mindset that you're going to look at this act as a way to build your spouse. And did you notice that that is a giving gesture, not a taking gesture? How can I build up my spouse? How can I demonstrate to them how precious they are to me, how cherished they are to me, how much I appreciate them being in my life, and whatever they're able to give me, I will take that without the expectation that they're going to reciprocate by, you know, hanging from the chandeliers and, you know, doing all of this crazy stuff or, or having sex 20 times a week or whatever it is. Sometimes our spouses grow most when we accept them for who they are and love them and build them at that place. hmm very much like that husband said in in the Facebook message, you know, where I, I didn't recognize her other needs. You know, we may forget to take care of our wives in other ways. So what if, what if you chose to love your spouse more than just sexually? What if you chose to feed into their spiritual needs by, like Tony said, praying with them, picking up a devotional and saying, honey, I'd like to pray with you once a day or their emotional needs by sitting down once a day and having a conversation. And let me tell you, if you don't know how to start the conversation, we've made it so easy for you. You literally can jump on oneextraordinarymarriage.com right in the middle of the page. It's going to say 77 questions to get the conversation started. You drop your email in there. You hit enter. You get a PDF file that has 77 questions. So that you can start fostering this emotional intimacy with your spouse. Because you know what? Way back when, when the two of you were courting, it was about more than just the sex. It was about finding out what, what their favorite color was when they were five and who their crazy teacher was in, you know, seventh grade. And what about that time that you how'd you get that scar on your nose? None of those things had to do with sex because you wanted to know them as a person. Don't let the wedding ring on your finger and the I do at the altar change it from being all about the sex now and not about loving them and knowing them as a person.
0: Because we're constantly growing. We're constantly growing. We're constantly changing. And that is something that we really need to look at. You know, early on in your marriage, and and again, I want to state this. Those of you who listen we have a wide range. I mean, we have folks who are single. We have folks who are engaged. We have newlyweds and we have those who are like where Lisa and I are, you know, that 15 to 20 year range. And then we have folks that are 20, 30 years married. Plus Mm -hmm. it's amazing how many of you come to us in different stages of marriage. And each stage we change each stage. Something happens. And I'm not going to say that, hey, there's a lot of quantity in the early eight stages of our marriage. Lots of quantity. It wasn't emotionally connecting. And I can totally, I can totally um, connect with this husband here because a lot of ours was quantity. I thought we were having great sex. But in the end, honestly, it wasn't building our marriage any. It wasn't connecting us anymore other than that we were having sex. That was it. It wasn't until we realized that life had changed and we had changed with it by having kids, by going through good times and bad times, by experiencing life, that we had to change, that we had to step up to the plate, and we had to go, okay, if we want to be better folks in our marriage, if we want to grow this marriage, if we want to have the extraordinary marriage that we desire then we need to change. We need to get off of our duff. We need to get out of our comfort zone. We need to get out of our box and say, I can't, I can't, I can't. And instead go, we can. And it may hurt us and it may be difficult and we may cry and we may get upset with each other. We may not even talk to each other some days because we got to relearn. We got to learn what it means to be a couple again. And what does that look like from, Fifty thousand dollars in debt, from dealing with a pornography addiction, from dealing with the loss of a child, from dealing with kids who don't want to listen, who don't want to sleep, who anger issues. You name it, each step of the way we change. We don't stay the same. I'm not the same person I was when I met Elisa at twenty one. I'm not the same person when I was twenty three when I married her. I'm not, and she isn't either. And if we're not willing to step out of our comfort zone and change and make steps to realize that we are changing, then we're going to be at a loss. We are going to be butting heads on, on what we think we were and who we think we are in the past. And guess what, folks? The past is gone. It's gone. I cannot change it. I cannot alter it. I cannot do anything with it. But there are two things I can do. There's a future ahead of me, and I can start planning it out. I can plan what I would like to see my marriage to become. And we do this still now today. But the most important time is the now, it's the present. It is this time I'm in now where I can make a difference. But it's up to me to take those actions. And yes, and in marriage, you're going, well, my wife doesn't want to. Then you start changing. Then you start taking these steps to bettering yourself. You start. Show. Do. Let your spouse see it. Little by little, you bring in what you can. Doesn't have to be one fell swoop. You don't need to hit emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy, financial intimacy, and spiritual intimacy tonight. It may be asking one question off that 77 questions to get the conversation started. And it may be just you taking it to bed, reading it to yourself, and answering it truthfully and honestly.
1: Uh, guys, it's, it's intentionality. If you're going to have a holistic marriage, it, it's being purposeful. It's acknowledging the fact that over time you are going to grow and change. And here's the thing. If you're not growing and changing together, you're growing and changing apart Mm -hmm. because regardless, you're going to grow. But if you want to grow together, you have to work at that. And I know there are many of you out there that don't want to hear that you have to work at marriage. We've bought into the fairy tales that you know somebody comes and sweeps us off our feet and we live you know with the white picket fence and the roses and the music playing in the background that's not my world and i'm guessing that for most of you out there listening it's not your world either the fairy tale has real life in it and crap happens and if you're going to if you're going to have a relationship that is solid if you're going to have a relationship where the two of you are moving together then you're going to have to set aside time to do more than just have sex. You're going to have to set aside time to talk together. You're going to have to set aside time to spend time together Mm non-sexually. You're going to have to touch each other non-sexually. You're going to have to work on bringing growth and change into the marriage. Introducing your spouse to different things. You're going to have to work on exchanging the roles in your marriage. There's going to be seasons where, you know, case in point, seasons in our marriage where I was the one doing all of the laundry and the childcare and all of this kind of stuff. That was a season. Now Tony does the dishes and he helps with, you know, he does most of the laundry and and all of these different kinds of things because our roles change as our lives change. And, And we're not stuck in that place that we were 17 years ago, almost 18 now when we said I do. Because like Tony said, you can't live there. That was a moment in time. Your marriage is a living, breathing organism. Uh, Especially when you factor in that there are two living people in that marriage. So how are you going to approach your marriage from a holistic standpoint? What other areas of your marriage do you need to work on? you know, have you been neglecting spiritual intimacy? Have you been neglecting financial intimacy? Yes. Sexual intimacy is important, but you've got to have all six of the intimacies working together and you've got to talk to your spouse about what's not working. I mean, this guy thought everything was good. It's everything, you know, it seemed to be working fine. So guess what? They didn't talk about their sexual intimacy. And the problem was, is that the sexual intimacy had just become a physical act and she felt not cherished. She felt used. So when are you going to have that conversation to talk about what's not working?
0: Yeah. So this week, folks, it's about talking. It's about that emotional intimacy because it's not all about the quality. It's not all about the quantity. Keep getting those two messed up here today. It's not about the quantity. It's about that quality connection that you and your spouse have when it comes to your sexual intimacy, that you connect at a deeper level, that you're open, you're honest, you're truthful about that with each other. So each time that you do have sex, that you learn, that you grow, you're living in the present but you're looking towards a future of becoming one and having the sex that you desire and that you want. Folks, have a fantastic week. Go out there, have quality sex, and learn from each other. We love you guys, and we'll catch you next week.